listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Don't lower your eyes or stare straight ahead to where you think you ought to be going. Don't mutter, oh no, not another one. Get a job, fly a kite, go bury a bone with her old-fashioned sandals and her leaden skirts and her stained cheeks and whiskers and heaped up trinkets. She has risen among us in blunt reproach and she has her had fitted her hair under a hand-me-down cap and spruced it up with feathers and stars hey welcome to the black out tips podcast your host rod and karen and we're live on a sunday yes sunday morning uh early bright and early um and we have a guest uh hopefully you guys recognize the voice uh Mm -hmm. from the mtr network if not welcome to uh it's our first time on our show so um it's our girl but i feel like y'all already know her name and y'all already know who she is because we kind of like you know podcast family yeah she quits both of us constantly she quits you too yeah i I get on this sometimes okay i know i get quit every day (laughs) um but it's our girl koki negra um from the molecules and shit podcast you can follow her on twitter at koki talks trash and that's c-o-q-u-i talks trash and you know molecules is is there a podcast um and that uh twitter and that'll also be in the show notes and it's you the letter you um but yeah molecules and shit on the mtr network half of the show on the show right now what's going on koki i'm doing okay all right well you know what i haven't I haven't quite come down from my two viewings of uh, Black Panther, but yes, cool. yeah, we're gonna see it again today. Mm-hmm. Um, Would have seen it yesterday, wait. but it was like sold out. So it was like, you know what? I guess we'll do tomorrow. Listen, um, if you want to get tickets to Black Panther, you need to get them well in advance because much like Jason Whitlock, it's been sold out. Okay, so <laughs> don't wait, don't hesitate, don't walk up there and stand in line like a dummy get your tickets online on the app fandango something because you're not just gonna be able to walk up in there and be like two for black panther please they're gonna look at you like you crazy so um but go ahead and uh we got ours uh i think yesterday for today's showing so you gotta kind of plan ahead a little bit unless i mean unless you want to sit in like the very front row because they i think sometimes they have like a seat or two in the very front right because people like i don't know about them seats and if it's 3d you don't want to be in the very front Mm-mm. uh at any rate though uh coke we uh can you tell the people about the podcast molecules and shit on the mtr network uh it's a science podcast i co-host it with p-funk and um i tell people all the time that it's not really my podcast it's his podcast he just lets me you know hang out <laughs> uh you mean troll him um also um <laughs> like what tell everybody about your science background man because i, know, I mean we've like known you brilliant. as a ratchet scientist uh for longer than i can remember i man. know um okay so uh my undergraduate degree is in clinical laboratory sciences that's the place where when you go and give blood they will test all of your blood and determine whether you have high cholesterol or diabetes or you know whatever mm. um and after working in a hospital and sticking little kids and figuring out they had uh, hemophilia or leukemia or something and come back to the lab and cry for half an hour, I decided I really have to get away from patient care. So I got my Ph.D. in microbiology and immunology from the Medical College of Virginia. Mm. And like as far as like your um, 
like education and stuff what does it take to do that like if there's people listening maybe they got kids that's that whatever maybe they just looking for themselves like what does it take to um like how long does it take to be in school and all that stuff well it depends um if you're like me all together it took 10 years okay um but then it took another 10 years to get a real job so you got to be in it for the long haul i would say that um it's pretty easy to tell if there's a kid in your house who wants to be a scientist. Mm-hmm. Um, they blow stuff up. They're always doing crazy experiments. They take stuff apart. I was one for taking everything apart. Mm. And uh, so you pretty much know if your kid has, has STEM aptitude pretty early. I would suggest you just sort of throw them into a bunch of programs and see where they fit. Yeah, we um my niece like loves making slime. Like Oh my God. Like she when I tell you she loves it, y'all, she loves it. that's anytime you see her, that's all she does. When she first was making slime, she was making slime with borax. I right. didn't know borax burns. You know, her grandpapa had to tell me, Don't buy her no more borax. I was like, I don't know that's what she wanted, so that's what I got her. You know, I'm auntie, I'm a good sucker. You know, I spend my money and I don't know. So she tricked me into buying her some borax one time. So now she makes it with glue and she's got really, really good at it because now she puts like bees that look like Rice Krispie treats. She got this like special paper that she puts across it. Well, they look like Rice Krispie treats to me. Yeah, they're not actual Rice Krispie. No, they're treats, not guys. Rice Krispie treats, but that's what they look like, and they snap, crackle, and pop when she put it together. So you know, I don't know nothing about what she be doing and um she also has this where she'll make the slime and she put like this thin coating over it like this silver like a foil coating and she'll mix it in and when she'll stretch it you'll actually see like the colors pop through the slime Mm -hmm. and so like she's she is so much in love with slime i don't know the lady's name but she loves uh to watch youtube and it's like people who actually make a living like i know a lot of people down youtube but youtube is like the tv for children now and people underestimate the money that can be made out on youtube and so with this lady she makes video youtube video she sells books and she travels across the country because my mother-in-law was telling me that she had to go they had a she she had a a thing here where she did a a a a a thing for the children and she say it wasn't nothing but like 10 11 12 you know t- just screaming and hollering and just having a good time and loving her book so uh that's one thing about that but i want to go back to something you said about children taking things apart one thing about black people black people don't think of that as as being i guess wanting to be inventive they think of that as you tearing my shit up <laughs> and that's hard for black people to understand that sometimes children are doing it they're doing that because they want to learn you know so you have to find how to put their energy into another space yeah well i wouldn't say that it's black people because my parents were very supportive mm. but i think you do have to be educated into understanding that that's what it is but my father went to Savannah State briefly and he wanted to be a math major. So he understood me. That wasn't a, it wasn't a question. I got busted trying to do an experiment when I was three or four because I decided I needed to know if the ants liked honey or syrup or sugar better. Mm. And I got busted taking my mother's sugar bowl outside. So that was a problem. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's weird because, uh, like a lot of things with science is, uh, is fail. 
like att- attempts at failure and experiments and you know experiment uh can fail you know 15 times it worked the one time and that's the time that you had to break through right right but um but, it, but you can kind of fall into that category as a kid uh of being the kid that makes a mess you know right. like because i know a lot of i do know a lot of parents that would have been like towards layla like don't put that in my house don't mm-hmm. make a mess it's very angry. you know but but it is you know like and sometimes i'll see people kind of treat their kids like that or whatever but they ain't my kids but they, you know they'll be like don't do this don't do that and i'm like hey you never know that precociousness that inquisitiveness um it can lead somewhere and i was very fortunate my father was um like that as a kid like his biggest thing when he was a kid he used to take apart their radios and electronics mm-hmm. in their house and put them mm-hmm. back together and that would be his thing is like i built this radio and then when i got older he's like i'm gonna show you how to build a computer you know we go get the parts and like build a computer and you know i got to be in um for at least for one year i was at uh harding and that was in like the uh science and math school so i got to learn how to solder put things together through uh like like literally make a circuit board make make a small like uh computerized machine stuff like that and it was kind of encouraged but you know i was fortunate to have the kind of parents that were encouraging right because you know it also is kind of a luxury to be able to take a computer apart and put it back together or something like that right and like you said it is a luxury because Koki, like you said your parents actually encourage that but like i said a lot of parents don't they they look at it like what the fuck is you doing with my shit right and Wait, that's let me explain. they didn't encourage me to break up their shit they just <laughs> figured out that i needed to take things apart and they provided the toys and things for that Mm, so okay. no one would be taking their tv apart <laughs> <laughs> yeah it definitely like like i said it, it, it takes different forms but also if you once you recognize that in your kid because right you know like she said it can be early three years old you know um you put them in places that direct that energy and then they won't right. be taking apart your computer because they'll be yeah taking apart other people's shit they'll be doing something at school with it you know they'll be doing something hopefully um to make some money to, uh i mean yeah well to make money or just uh you know get into whatever lane they want to get into correct now also as a scientist um like we often talk about like this trump administration we talk about the attacks on marginalized people lgbtq people um women uh you know uh people who are uh immigrating to the country things of this nature but one of the things i think that gets lost in the shuffle because it's such a you know inflammatory time their attack on science right you know like it's it feels like every every week we're reading some like Oh yeah, we don't need a we don't need an EPA. Like why would we oh, need? Oh, you know what we don't need? <laughs> we don't need a Food and Drug Administration. Yeah. Oh, what we also don't need is a Disease and Development Department. Fuck yeah. them people too. Like they like the Center for Disease Control has uh, had to cut their budget. I think by like eighty percent because they're not anticipating a reinvestment um, from the United States in uh, you know stopping the spread of infectious diseases uh, all over the world um what how's like how does it's not it's it's not their budget by 80 Mm percent it is the global health budget which looks like it might be by 80 percent but here's the thing about that um part of it is that that was a budget that was stood up when we had um ebola right so the ebola crisis is not what it was um there's a there are enough cuts at cdc to make me unhappy but that particular um talking point about how you know cdc is really going down the drains it's not quite that it's that mm. they're changing a lot of what they're going to do in global health okay um it's bad enough but yeah. it's not that bad 
okay all right cool um so but i was like the general kind of approach to stripping out you know these organizations and and stripping the money out of them how how does it feel to kind of be in that and does does it like affect the the field in general does it has it affected you personally like how does that work um well at this point i am doing um public health and clinical policy and it affects me all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and we discuss it quite often on molecules and shit. So if you want to catch up, we have talked about the funding, um, the fact that the office of science and technology policy has no people in it. Mm-hmm. Um, the HIV advisory board, everybody quit and the ones who didn't quit were fired. Right. Um, mm-hmm. so this, this administration is very clearly anti-science. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the House and Senate are not quite as crazy. And what you have to understand is when the president sends a budget, it doesn't mean that's the budget that gets passed. Right. Um, although I've been working in, in this area f- since 2011, I've never seen a real budget go through. Mm. It's always a continuing resolution of something. Like, they never pass a budget. Mm. Well, so also... um in addition to just like the government being so like anti-intellectual anti-health anti-science um kind of like people have kind of become a little more anti-science uh, and stuff and i think part of that is through the spread of uh you know the internet kind of gives everyone a platform and stuff but um you know we have a lot of people that like the they don't get flu vaccinations they don't get their kids vac- vaccinated um like can you kind of talk about that because i know there's you know i think our perspective as a layman is just kind of like well i'm just listening to the smart people and the smart people say to go get that stuff but but right and it's, like, and it's that simple to right. me right i'm like enough to be I, i'm smart enough to be like I, well i didn't go to school for it but i'll see coke kind of using our hashtag sometimes right. and be like hey uh don't don't not get your kids uh, <laughs> vaccinated. uh vaccinated or don't you know like don't 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 go out here and eat these tie pods and stuff like that so like what uh, what what do you think about just kind of like the individual like i'm not getting my kid vaccinated i'm not taking the flu vaccine and stuff like that what do you think about that well i think a lot of it is just plain selfish uh i'm an individual and i can do this and i you can't make me vaccinate my kids and aside from the fact that you know the reasons that they're giving are completely wrong Mm -hmm. it really indicates that what we're dealing with is with people who do not care anything about the rest of society. Right. And so the the concept that is most important when you talk about vaccination is something called herd immunity. There were all there are always going to be a lot of people who cannot take a vaccine for some reason or other. They're a cancer patient, they have an underlying disease, they you know, they have that sort of issue going on. And so they depend on a certain level of vaccination of the entire herd to keep the disease out of circulation and to keep them safe. Mm. And so when we get to the point where everybody says, I'm not doing it, I don't care. You know, my kid's not going to get it. What you have is somebody goes off to Europe, they bring their kid back with measles and they take them to Disney world and people who have not been vaccinating their kids, we wind up with, with a giant measles outbreak because people went to Disney world. Mm. Do you, now do you feel pressure as a black woman scientist to like 
be role model to be like representative to like kind of promote this to push it to people i always because i always see online like all this like stem like we got to push our kids into stem we got to like really show people that they can do this stuff like do you feel that pressure as well or is it just kind of like i'm just doing me i have an unpopular opinion mm-hmm. and that is i do not believe that we need to push people into stem mm-hmm. if you have stem aptitude you know it quite early mm-hmm. i knew i was a scientist a long time ago mm-hmm. i was bringing home fruit flies in the house trying to catch the virgin so i could sex it um <laughs> when i was 14 years old so you know very early that this is what you're going to want to do this you know your mm-hmm. aptitude i think you know by pushing stem above all else we've sort of we're trying to make a, a round peg fit in a square hole right mm. if you have it i i think the most important thing is to be able to recognize that your kid has stem aptitude in the first place mm. Stop trying to make the kid who wants to be an artist into a biologist. Come on. No one's ever going to be happy. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because, like, on the one hand, I like that people are talking about it because it's hopefully giving kids an opportunity to see if they like something. Right. You know, which I think is the thing that, um, and maybe it's over conversation, I don't know, but, like, it's kind of the thing that a lot of black people kind of got denied for, you know, decades and hundreds of years and shit of, well, we're not even going to, we're going to consider this a field that's impossible for your dumb ass to be able to do because you're black, you're not as smart as us. So maybe we overcompensate by being like, all the kids should be engineers, you know what I mean? Um, but I do like the idea of kids getting to try it, you know, because I know I got to try it when I was um, younger because I do have an aptitude, aptitude for science, math, and tech and all this shit um but i'm so glad that later in my life i got to kind of do some more you know what we're doing now like it's a little more creative and artistic and stuff like that wasn't that i wouldn't have been happy as a a scientist or engineer or somebody in the lab or something but i got but my parents allowed me to try all of it you know i got to be in Mm -hmm. these internships yeah okay yeah so and i think and also there's like kind of room for both right because i mean coke you're a scientist but you also podcast which is a creative lane you know so like there's a yeah no no (laughs) i'm not the creative one but i you know i've certainly done other things you know i sang for many years i played the violin i was a ballerina you know i can do other stuff but this is really where i feel the most comfortable okay yeah that's dope as being uh a black female scientist in the field uh, what kind of discrimination did you have to deal with? And, you know, because I know there probably were very few black people and even less black females in your field. Mm. Like, how did you deal with that and say, this is what I'm going to do? Because I could imagine people going into the field was like, don't, ain't nobody looking like me and I'm tired of this discrimination. Fuck y'all and just change the field and go on somewhere else. Um. Okay, so I should explain that I did not grow up in a, in a large black community. So I'm used to being the only one in everything anyway. When I am able to find somebody who looks like me, I'm happy as can be. Um, so I wouldn't say that the discrimination in science is worse than it is anywhere else, mm. but it still exists. Uh, and I, you know, I, I spent a long time teaching and I used to try to, especially my black female students, try to ease them into this is what you're going to face Mm. 
if um, you want to do this. Because it, it does no good to lie to anybody right. about what's going to happen. Um, you know, I had a student one time and she was explaining that, you know, that everybody treats me like I'm so mean. I said, listen, you're a black woman. You're going to have to carry that angry black woman no matter what you do. If you're grinning like an idiot all the time, you will still be angry the minute you stop smiling. So mm. just push past it. Um, I, my, my, my thing is, at some point, if you show enough excellence, you cannot possibly be denied. Right. But it's more work than it is for other people. Mm. Now, uh, how do you feel about the hotel scientists that are out there? kind of you know talk, you know saying we need to not you need to get the alkaline out of our diets uh women won't have menstrual strike cycles if they eat the right foods um and that kind of stuff because it feels like it's while it's mocked and derided there's also a foothold that it has among some of the people in our community um how like how does how you feel about that well so episode 20 of molecules and shit deals with this mm-hmm. it is called onk nutrition and uh <laughs> yeah it's something that we spend a lot of time talking about um i you know because i do a branch of kind of public health kind of science i am a, i cannot allow you to be stupid about these things in my face mm-hmm. if i don't see it i might leave you in peace but if it comes across my timeline I'm about to beat you with some knowledge. Mm. And so we, we already have one of those, but you know, my timeline is full of people who say stupid things and I beat them over the head mm. and I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I, not I, sorry at all. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's one thing that we have lost and we'll probably get into it in the show. I know we're going to get into it on the show actually. Um, but, uh, I kind of hate that we've gone so far as to be like, all all opinions are valid to the point where we're like well we gotta let stupid people have their equal footing with the the people that know shit and it's like that we know we don't need to go that far like i'm okay with we don't gotta agree that this movie was good i'm not okay with you being like there's a there's a the right diet for people should have women not having periods like no let's not take it to that far like you are anti-scientific and anti-fact you know we shouldn't be entertaining the flat earther dude with uh you know the people who have been to space like i think i think there should be not equal footing for everybody every opinion isn't valid everyone doesn't belong in a conversation um especially things with provable facts but i do feel like we kind of uh still there's a there's like a section of our society that completely encourages like this well if you're contrarian um like there's a very small percentage of people who are smart quote unquote right but some people look at that percentage and they go well that means all the smart people have the unpopular opinions so therefore if i have unpopular opinions i'm smart so that's how you get the contrarian the people who are contrarian all the time and they think that they're being smart but they're just being stupid you know what i mean it's like uh this thing is terrible the earth is flat y'all just mad because i'm so smart and y'all stupid it's like no you're not uh you're actually not smart you're not you you didn't figure this out you know so yeah i I do think we've kind of gone too far on that shit and i do hate to see stupid people giving these platforms and brought on the news and and interviewed on on radio shows and shit because it's like we're encouraging this stupidity and validating it at the same time right and that's the media's fault because the the media has allowed stupidity to have a voice when you're like why would you even bring the dumb people on 
and project them to the masses like that to me that's your fault like and the thing is uh for me and like i said it's very frustrating it's like everything gotta have two sides right and you know if you have the person with 14 15 degrees and you know a doctor four times over and they've dedicated their lives and they wrote books and been to the moon and back and you got a motherfucker go oh i just don't believe it and you're like why the fuck are they even talking to each other this makes no sense there's no way you can have a intelligent conversation here yeah it's like they bring on bill nye and then they just bring on some dumbass right. it's like right. why would some... y'all like okay, bill nye is a dumbass but right. okay <laughs> but you know what i mean like somebody dumber than bill nye they'll be like bill nye uh is global warming real and he'll be like yes global warming is real then they're like uh jim what do you think it's fake and it's like that's not actually equal footing like one person's talking facts the other person's talking out of their ass it should definitely be some sort of balance there um but yeah go ahead tell okay, me how bill nye things, is terrible two things about that yeah. one i believe in expertise i know where my expertise ends and I stop talking about stuff that is beyond my expertise. Right. Second thing is the reason why they do this on television is because people like it. We mm-hmm. want to see a fight. We want to see that sort of thing. We are amusing ourselves to death. Mm-hmm. We don't want Great. knowledge. We want entertainment. Now, um, but spill that tea on Bill Nardo. What, what's wrong? <laughs> what's, I did pick up the shade. What, what, what's up? There's, there's nothing wrong with him but you know he has an undergraduate degree in science and he's become the king of science and mm. i just don't think he has that expertise mm. um i like i said i am a believer in expertise i know where my boundaries are mm. i don't talk about space flight because i'm a biologist mm. i wonder if it's the lowering of the bar for society in general that kind of enables him to be the expert on some of these things because some of these things are like basic and it's not even like they're bringing him on to be an expert they're just bringing him on to be like the guy who's like no but seriously though the earth is round like 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 it's not like they're going bill can you break down like the specific that he's like not uh what i can say is this the earth is round and da 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 like they'll bring on um neil degrasse tyson who you know like he'll come on and explain something and to me i'm like i know a million people that could explain that but i'm glad he was there to to tell people that the reason the earth doesn't look flat is the same reason that a fucking ball won't look flat to an ant when the ant is on the ball like you fucking idiots but uh but i but i do appreciate them existing but yeah i yeah. i guess there it has to kind of be like almost the ta-nehisi coast effect where it's like people start to resent them because they get to be the guy all the time and then there's not a diversity of voices that are getting on tv and shit agree well and there's another argument to that which is does bill nye demean himself and science by pretending that this is an argument Mm. you know when some crazy person comes up to me and starts screaming and carrying on i'm not going to act like we're having a conversation Mm. and i think you know sometimes when you lay yourself out to this and somebody crazy is on the other side of the table. That's an argument, no matter how right you are, no matter how much science you have on your side, you always lose. Because mm. the other guy is going to be more entertaining. Because mm. you don't have to make sense. Right. You don't ever have to make sense. It's interesting because, like, if I I, I wonder if he's not there, what happens? Like, because I don't feel like they go, well, we just want to do the segment. No. Like, they bring a crazy dude on to spread the craziness no matter what. 
so i do want somebody to be there rather than not be there but at the same time i do recognize that that form is one of entertainment and it's not necessarily productive uh in well not that it's not productive i shouldn't say that it's the goal of the tv show is to get the ratings not to educate the people but i do feel like the people can be educated because i know i've learned shit from those stupid ass segments where they bring us i'm like oh oh okay yes oh so that's why no matter how high you go on a plane you can't see the curvature of the earth got it appreciate it i'll be able to relay that to the next dumbass i run across instead of uh just being mad at them you know what i mean yeah and do you think that works uh on the dumbasses sometimes (laughs) sometimes i mean look here's here's the other part of this dumbass thing a lot of us have been dumb correct At, dumb is typically the default and where you start in life is yes you, you don't know shit and sometimes it does take uh seeing fucking neil degrasse tyson throw his hands up at bob to be like oh you know what i did not know that and i see everyone chiming in saying how fucking stupid bob is i'm gonna um stop talking about this flat earth shit i don't know what the fuck i'm talking about it won't reach it won't reach everybody but no. it but you can be shamed out of being dumb that's what happened to me i got good grades in fourth grade and i tried to go back to being dumb and my dad whooped me for my bad grades and then i went back to being smart i was like this is i had to be shamed out of being stupid he's like i'm not gonna have a stupid kid you you showed aptitude you can't go back that's that's what happened i it's not like it's not the whooping it's not the whooping that made me be smart it was the fact that i didn't want to be uh i didn't want to shame my household after that because my dad was basically like you're fucking smart what are you doing you know what i mean and there's there's a certain level to that like because i could have just gone back to being like look black kids get c's i'm a black boy i can get c's and d's and fucking fit in with my friends and that'll just be kind of my life like and that would have been like in fourth grade i was not that fucking uh aware of the future and what all this shit meant that could have been me if i had a parent that didn't give a fuck now i ain't saying he should have hit me obviously but i'm still (laughs) right but the point but the point being it was the shame it wasn't like shame can be good it can work sometimes it's not you know and dumb people should be ashamed they should be ashamed of being dumb and they should fucking learn and sometimes that means you're gonna get mocked sometimes that means you gotta watch fucking neil degrasse tyson do that fucking thing where he put his hands up like i this is so fucking stupid i can't believe you just said that to me i sometimes we need that so there's like a lane for it but i don't think it's the same as like a classroom i don't think it's the same as like watching someone give a lecture right. like i wouldn't expect uh deal crash tyson to invite bob to his lecture and say now you speak for 20 minutes then i'll speak for 20 minutes like i don't expect that but i do like that he was on twitter one day it was like bob this is dumb as shit stop telling people this shit <laughs> that we need that <laughs> yeah we need that and i wish more people would extend that to racism because that's yes. why racism is coming back because people don't want to tell you no motherfucker that's wrong you're a dumbass you're an idiot for right. spreading your homophobia and sexism and shit like that but to piggyback on uh what we're talking about when it comes to things now we're in the age of superstars i don't think people realize that every field got to have a quote-unquote superstar in these fields mm. and he just happened to be picked as the quote-unquote superstar and when you picked at the superstar whether you want to or not a lot of times by white people now mm. uh you are placed on a pedestal that you may or may not have asked for and people are constantly putting microphones in your face and they're constantly asking you questions like hokey said it may or may not be in your field right you know but he's the superstar and you I know mean, he gonna get that money it's, right somebody was gonna right. get the money right because you know what he's more entertaining than 
a lot of people that would have took that job and actually tried to give you a thesis and like that right. the people been like what the fuck is no boo get that's, your ass out of here boo that's the elephant in the room is there's a certain showmanship to all this shit right and some people ain't got it they might be way smarter than bill nye correct but they can't put on that lab coat and make them faces and and make a funny rap and hug them kids and do all the entertaining parts so it is kind of a part like i would hope that people like bill nye are an entryway into learning more and not so and not the end all be all but you know you know people lazy as fuck so they probably just sent out a bill nye video yeah correct uh Koki, how did you uh get up with chris and get into the mtr network for those of people that don't know okay i want to say it was my midlife crisis but i'll tell you the truth <laughs> um, i i really didn't really want to do the podcast um i've already been a college professor so people listen to me and they pay money for it mm. um and so I had no need to have an audience listen to me. Um, but really what it boils down to is I don't have a whole lot of close friends. Mm. I'm sort of self-contained and P-Funk is probably my best buddy. Mm. And as much as he's very cool, it was clear he really wanted to do this podcast. Mm. And it was within my power to give him this thing that he wanted so i did it that's nice man i feel like every podcast has two people on it has the story of dragging one person in (laughs) right one person is like let's do this up i'm like i don't know now but I somebody gotta have a vision dog correct and i will tell you uh this uh koki i'm glad you did it Mm -hmm. i love your voice you're very you have a lot of knowledge mm-hmm. you're very funny you two have some of the best chemistry together yeah you know <laughs> and i know it's one of those things where you where you know sometimes it's hard to embrace certain things and you know you are a podcaster you know this is almost like what you do now and it's really fun to hear you pick each other's brains and to hear your background about diseases and how some motherfucking shit is gonna kill us all if we not careful <laughs> like i don't be knowing that shit like i just don't and even i know my sound silly but even with like the flu last year was literally my first time ever getting a flu shot and i got a flu shot because of you because you was like get your flu shot i was like you know what next time shit because the doctor always asked me about my flu shot i'm like i don't want a motherfucking flu shot why i hate needles i was like unless you got to stick me don't stick me and so she asked me and i was like okay coca said get a flu shot i get a flu shot and so yeah i started getting mine years ago when she used to say it on twitter i was like oh okay i guess i started getting flu shots i didn't know it was that important you know right this year has been so bad though you know i really want wanted to encourage everybody to get it so you know i read what's coming from australia mm-hmm. that's part of my real job you know i have to know what's going on and i go to the meetings in in um dc where the committee who decides what the flu shot or what any shot is going to be mm-hmm. um they decide what's going to be in it and you know they talk about what has happened in australia and the flu usually comes from asia here and so like i knew it was coming i knew it was going to be bad i knew people were going to die um and so i you know i really try to spit out the spleen about it because you need to understand this i mean for most people if you don't get the flu shot it's probably not going to affect you 
But what you have to think about is who's around you. Mm. Is there an elderly person around you? Is there somebody with diabetes? Does somebody have cancer around you? Is somebody HIV positive that you're going to come into contact with? Mm. Are there babies around you? Are there, you know, young children? And that's really what you have to think about because maybe the flu doesn't take you out, but it kills grandma. Right. And it's basically because you spread it to her. Mm. y'all killing y'all grandmamas out there you just heard it here live (laughs) taking grandmas out you don't get the flu shot you're killing your grandmama remember y'all remember where you heard it yeah and this that is not what i said (laughs) listen we i'm bill nye okay coker is the brains i'm selling it okay i'm just spreading this shit (laughs) we pushing the message we getting everybody vaccinated today okay (laughs) if you kill you're killing babies and you're killing your grandmamas y'all need to go up there to uh and get your damn flu shot okay i'm sick of this you can go get at the cvs your insurance cover it because like i just got my flu shot like last week and the only reason why is because i had already had my annual so when flu season came in, I kept saying, I'm, you know, I didn't even worry about it. And every time I would go to the pharmacist, I kept forgetting. But I was yeah, looking. Yeah, Karen said, I don't, she was like, I already got my flu shot. I was like, Karen, I know you didn't. And she's like, <laughs> I I yeah, did. I did. I got it back in like, uh, like June or July. I was like, they don't give them out that early. <laughs> I know because I got mine. I was like, I got mine the first day you could get it. And the dude was like, oh yeah, cool. You took care of yours. And what about your wife? I was like, I know I'll talk to her. <laughs> Uh, yeah i finally got her to understand she hadn't got she's like i don't think i did get it i was like right. i know and it's killing people like get it like it's and i know that the um they were saying the shot was uh quote unquote less effective this year than some of the other years but i looked up the percentage and it was still like 35 percent. i was like so you telling me i got a one in three chance of fucking not getting the flu i still would be like not not enough for me right. i'm gonna just take the risk that's still stupid right. and mathematically it's stupid if it's already paid for in most people's insurance. insurance just fucking get it the worst thing that can happen is you still get the flu which you would have got anyway and you but the you best don't thing get that, that sick right the best thing that can happen is you don't get the flu or you don't get or you don't get it sick what the fuck what what the fuck was the choice it wasn't even a choice <laughs> sorry well actually that 35 percent number is not for the united states anyway Ah. so those numbers aren't really out yet that was for australia mm. okay okay out there with wanga in the mid yeah so mm-hmm. they, they probably didn't remix it by the time it got to us um but although well, i'm sure it, australians the don't viruses do that so i'm sure uh, australians don't die from the flu anyway you know they tough they they die from <laughs> the animals they probably got like flu spiders and shit they they, <laughs> not, they don't give a fuck <laughs> oh it's a flu tarantula mate let it bite you you know what i mean oh lord <laughs> <laughs> uh right <anyway>, man <laughs> check out molecules of shit on the mtr network yes it's a very good show um and the banter is um like i said it's, it is very natural and i am glad you did it because me too uh, you do you have an important voice you have a lane that many of us in podcasting would not have had like Mm-mm. it's not like it's a dirt for fucking black public health special scientists out here just DHDs and right. shit knowing everything and because like i said she federalized so i'm looking at you like you one of the smartest people i know so you say go do it i'm gonna do it right and so um and especially you know it's also important that it is a black person that's talking about it um right because you know that sometimes it just takes different voices to reach people you know it's the same reason i feel like it's important it's a bill nye or neil degrasse tyson that's why it's important that it's a, a molecules and shit too so um i'm glad y'all i'm glad y'all exist and i'm glad y'all talking about it me too well, well i have to say really it, it 
he conceived of the entire thing. It's it's really his baby. Mm-hmm. I just show up and say some smart stuff from time to time and bring in some guests. But this, this is really his podcast. He just lets me hang. But that, you know what? That's a good host. You know, that's what I do. Yeah. I try to make it as easy as possible for Karen to walk in here and say whatever the fuck she want to say. And, <laughs> and, I, and I just be the superstar and lead the room. Right. That's all. That's all. I'm just setting I, up the alley. I come in there dancing like Puff Daddy and I'm like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> yep. Uh, y'all, yeah, y'all, it makes it really right. easy for me. Right. That's right. A good host. And that's the best part about it. And also something that I want to know, how did you find out about us? Um, Rod used to come on um, Twib, or maybe it was it was still called uh, Blacken It Up. Mm, and yeah. so that's how he used to call in, like on when he would take a break. So that's how I found you guys. That's dope. Yeah, I I remember uh, being in the chat room and calling in. That, that was my show, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, we would always have the people in the. Uh, in the chat laughing or something or you just have people calling in with different stories and stuff and i always try mm-hmm. to call in on my break and, and or on my way home or something give them a couple of minutes and and dip but uh yeah a lot of people found us through twib you know mm-hmm. which I, a lot of i mean a lot of this a lot of the friendships and and relationships we, we still have, have started there through twib yeah um this you know blackening blackness. it up this week in blackness mm-hmm. like that uh like elon james white like that that show um a lot of talented people came through there and yes. stuff so it's uh you know very thankful for that like it was a hub of a lot of people um and especially back then podcasting there wasn't a lot of black podcasts correct so it was cool that you had a black podcast that did have people being introduced to these new voices and talented people that you know learned how to podcast and then went on and did their own thing mm-hmm. um so yeah eternally thankful and can't repay that debt mm-hmm. uh, but it also was a funny ass show and i used to love to call in and um say something inappropriate and have them feeling like oh god rod and ready to go home so <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right uh so this is the blackout tips podcast you can find us on itunes and stitcher we are um everywhere that podcasts are just put in the blackout tips leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we appreciate those and we read them on the air saturday morning um as long as they're nice if they're nice not nice we don't read them if they're not five stars we don't Mm -mm. read them we have things to do we sure do uh the official weapon of the show is the taser an unofficial sport is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme correct and today's episode the sponsor is sponsored by shadow dog productions we have a couple of audio play albums out sunspot and other ratchetness and we also have one called the best of rod and karen and uh they are pretty good pretty good Mm -hmm. you can find them everywhere you can find them on itunes and you can find them on spotify you can find them on amazon you can find them on title check them out listen to us let us know what you think uh we appreciate everybody takes time out to do that and also just wanted to let people know our t public store um go to t public you can search tbgwt it'll take you to our store Mm -hmm. you can even though it's now past their like valentine's day sale for the rest of the month the rest of black history month you can still get 30% 30% off if you put in code TBGWT138102. That's all the thing. I'll put it in the show notes. But you can still get 30% off of everything that way. And um, we see you guys buying shit. Y'all are buying so much stuff. And we appreciate y'all. We thank you. And, and it's everything in the store. Yeah, we're still putting out um, the uh, the call for if there's artists. I've got yeah. a couple people hit me up. But if there's artists that hear certain things on the show and they think like, oh, this will make a good design or right. something. 
uh let us know and uh email us the blackouts at gmail.com and if we like the design we'll we can talk about paying for your work and before putting it in the store so we appreciate mm-hmm. that um all right um let's get into the show okay guys it's a lot of stuff to talk about um i'm scared <clears throat> fears big one earthquake is on the way after a flurry of volcanic activity in the ring of fire oh who was the ring of fire out there with the triangle over the past over the past few weeks earthquakes have hit japan mexico taiwan and volcanoes have erupted around the pacific ring of fire now now scientists have warned the frequent seismic activity which has already claimed lives could mean a huge quake is on the way oh shit mm-hmm a new study from california says the cluster of tremors around the planet's so-called ring of fire horseshoe shaped geological disaster zone could indicate the big one is due to hit mm-hmm. now we've prepared for this remember the rock did a documentary about this uh, oh, he a few weeks us. back yeah he us a, a few years back mm-hmm. uh where he uh was in los angeles mm-hmm. and when the yeah, big one hit got several movies then we could just get one with your boy driving a uh uh what you call it a prius uh what are you talking about are you talking about the satellite or geostorm yes no geostorm is not about earthquakes well, no earthquakes happened they was making storms it's in the title karen <laughs> don't don't confuse these scientific documentaries with with <laughs> with, with non-scientific facts All right you just you just out here spreading fake news i'm talking about documented <laughs> scientific fact is what i'm talking about the movie is <laughs> the movie i'm talking about oh. is 2015's uh magnum opus for the rock dwayne johnson san andreas was the name of this movie oh we're talking about san andreas but i can't talk about this the ring of fires out there with that triangle that has nothing to do with you didn't even see geostorm you <laughs> no. don't even know the plot they didn't make earthquakes karen i'm telling you they could only blow shit up they was blowing <laughs> they was making super storms and blowing shit up but they couldn't like make the tectonic plate shift from space that didn't even make Karen, sense focus yes. focus Karen. focus good we just talked about science we just talked about it well you know i'm a layman well thanks shout out to paul giamatti who uh you know also was a big help um in these movies but uh yeah um the big one could be coming guys the big earthquake that's gonna fuck us all up um research published in the journal science advances involved analysts uh of over 101 i mean analysis of over 101 major earthquakes around the pacific ring of fire between 1990 and 2016 good god Mm -hmm. thorn lay professor of earth who i'm assuming of earth and planetary scientists at uc santa cruz who i'm assuming will be played by uh dwayne johnson in the movie about this of course uh based on clustering of uh the clustering of earthquakes in space and time the area that has just slipped is actually more likely to have another failure he added that despite the stress on the fault being lowered to below failure level the surrounding areas have been pushed towards failure in many cases giving rise to aftershocks and the possibility of an adjacent large rupture sooner rather than later um y'all y'all worried about this okay, i am first of all by the name. Stop talking about mr johnson mm-hmm. uh oh he gonna he be from my hometown we don't talk about him oh he gonna be mm-hmm. fine uh, doing it now he gonna be super fine honey he gonna poke his chest and wink his eye i am here for that movie. i want to see him in that lab coat 
uh running from them earthquakes yes with them big broad shoulders mm-hmm. saving his family mm-hmm. you know he'd be saving his family i can mm-hmm. guarantee you no one looks like that in the laboratory <laughs> no are and you I, sure are you sure i don't know he was looking like that he gonna be saving that giant ape in uh rampage later yes, this year and he got another movie where he got a fake leg and he gonna be saving uh yeah he got a prosthetic leg it's like die hard yes he gonna be saving his family in that but i like when he saved his family from them natural disasters it don't get better mm-hmm. than that um mm-hmm. all right well <laughs> just remember just remember i predicted this when the quake hit y'all laughed at me when i said chadwick boseman would be black panther and look <laughs> at us now look at us now okay listen to me now believe me later on um, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um uh what else happened oh the uh mueller indictment came came out uh he indicted 13 russians for election meddling um which you know i think many of us were like this is obvious um president obama told everybody like this shit um he wanted the congress to invest see shit like this pissed me off Mm -hmm. my president was like hey y'all we got evidence they fucking our shit up hey congress senate why don't we investigate before this becomes a problem for the next election and they was like no you a nigga we not supporting shit you do fuck you and this is the end result well they were like um the patriots you know when it comes to football why do we want to change this rule when it's helping us like the cheating is helping us so why don't we just keep cheating you know like that's that was basically what the glp was because a base basically russians wanted the glp installed as president they wanted a fucking republican president um someone that you know had ties and and relationships with russia going way back and um the glp is so corrupt that they thought well this gives us the best chance to win is having this election meddling so we don't care um so you know that they have no integrity which you know i think people could have told you that for years at this point but um more importantly to me the american people have no integrity because um people keep calling this a hack people keep calling this meddling to me a hack is and maybe we'll find this out later but a hack to me is we changed actual votes like people went in they voted one way they walked out and the votes were put the other way i don't um that's a hack to me a hack isn't i know you're a racist so i'm gonna stir up some racist uh propaganda and then you just happen to vote against you just happen to vote for the racism come on nigga you just racist right (laughs) and that's something that people don't want to admit you know even if this was a quote-unquote clean election donald trump would have run one-to-one anyway why because of motherfucking racism yeah like i'm not gonna say he would have won anyway to that extent but i'm gonna say they leaned into the racism and it worked right so i do know that racist people wanted it i do know that uh bigoted people wanted it and i do know that corrupt people wanted it you know um the thing the findings to me that were the most disturbing was that russia you know using social media facebook twitter instagram particularly facebook and instagram nobody's holding them accountable nobody's been like hey why did y'all do this yeah yeah that yeah um you know well for a while they were in denial right facebook was in denial like mark zuckerberg was like nah this is we had no role in that we then more and more shit comes out and it's like russia directly targeted you like and directly used your platform and y'all did approve these ads and y'all did let them specifically serve them to audiences that would be receptive to it like 
it's within your platform to be like we only want these type of people to see this ad which is one of the reasons that i think um we would have certain type of realities quote unquote in um on the right that as people on the left or people in the middle or progressive people i would be like i never see these things what are you talking about right they'd be like black lives matter is a terrorist organization i'm like how the fuck is that a popular sentiment popular enough that y'all feel comfortable saying that on the news i didn't see those ads but Mm -mm. but they literally were ads with people with guns black people with guns being like and what they would do is make it look like it was a black lives matter ad but it would turn out to of course just be propaganda to scare these and they would target them directly at these white people like right look at these niggas with guns they coming and it's like this is why we need guns and we need to get trump to get these people in line these terrorists are showing up and it's like to me they're protesters they're activists they're you know a bunch of things to you they're niggas with guns you know like facebook allowed that to happen on their platform yes, they did they, and they took money and they didn't verify where it was coming from they didn't even check the mailing address right. of who can buy a political ad on a thing that can go out to literally millions of people they they didn't even bother to check but mm-hmm. at the same time they cast them checks and mark zuckerberg comfortable as fuck hey man i ain't got nothing to do with us i don't know what y'all talking about and now every reporter's like actually it was mostly y'all actually it was very much y'all actually y'all kind of y'all kind of rigged this whole thing y'all kind of allowed people to be able to um see this information so like that was part of it they caught they started these fake accounts and they would do they would promote a lot of things that because basically who the people they targeted were mostly on the left you know the trump people were going to vote trump no matter what the gop people they leaned into it they were going to support that man because they just want to win they hate obama they racist they don't care right what i thought was the most um what's the best word i don't want to say affirming because that's not the right word um but i felt like i got gaslit Mm -hmm. the last two years especially particularly talking about bernie sanders um talking about some of the anti-hillary propaganda talking about some of the people that were encouraging folks not to vote and being like these talking points have gotten to the point where they're logical fallacies and and they, and they they must be directed from somewhere because it's too it's too much you know I, I like i think you we've seen that idea before you know we've seen it um in every election there's a small percentage of people who are like i encourage people not to vote or i think we should they all the same like and but they all the same used to be a thing that white people said right like mostly moderate libertarian white people who only cared about taxes and shit and they didn't care about the policies uh that dealt with social stuff that right that many of us uh black brown women uh lgbt people these are the these are the only policies that matter to a certain extent for us like it doesn't like if i don't have access to a job the fuck i care about how much i get taxed at the job i don't i can't have like 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 you want to argue with me about taxes and i'm just arguing about fucking living right like i would like to not be incarcerated you know i i mean i feel you that's more of an identity politics issue but i'm just mad at wall street i'm like nigga i i can get on board with that if you can get on board with you know getting a job (laughs) with helping me get my uncle out for a weed charge i think we can we can find common ground right anyway the point being it felt more coordinated last year the last two years correct um and then it suddenly went away as soon as the election was over right 
and if it just i don't know and and but people would really come at me on some like it's not real the harassment you're receiving on social media is not not real real. and i'm going like but i'm receiving this harassment it is real people are emailing me people are in my mentions people it's like it feels like they target certain black people they harass them all day they target people who are like uh pragmatic about this shit and sometimes i will watch people that were otherwise smart fall into this shit Mm -hmm. and i'm like you're too smart to be on this shit but i'm not even gonna argue with you because it's your opinion and i respect you but this sounds like what they want us to think Mm -hmm. they want us to think that the the smartest thing we can do is not vote they want to think that the the most radical thing we can do is let trump be president and that'll change the world and things and maybe he won't be so bad and what about jill stein i'm not throwing my vote away literally in these indictments they have it like literal quotes like these operatives were like tell them both sides are the same tell them um start a facebook group that is called blacktivists or black lives matter or something like that and in the group tell people not to vote tell people that to bring up hillary clinton as a super predator and just we want bernie to to win that like they push bernie right bernie never disavowed that Mm-mm. bernie knew just as much as Hill because hillary bernie and obama had a sit down uh last year where he was like this is what's happening bernie knew just as much but he was aided by the dnc hack so why would he come out and disavow something that aided him you know he was like um you know they were encouraging people to vote for trump to support trump they were they were encouraging people mostly liberal people to simply sit out the election so i don't think and the 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 problem is we always we're so used to calling like trump voters stupid right people do this all the time like they're stupid they don't even regret their decision all these things are coming out about him and they still would would vote the same way that that is true right that that you know that they would true. right that's purpose here's the other part though it doesn't stop with them there's a lot of people that are stupid that were absolutely hook line and sinker bought into this russian propaganda on the left and they will not say i was had and that right that scares me way more than anything else because i feel like 2020 is coming back and it's gonna be a fucking repeat for a lot of people it is because if you can't have that fucking reckoning of wait a minute i did what the people who want to destabilize the country did like I, what they wanted me to do you know what i mean i'm watching the results of this and i can't have a moment of humility to be like actually you know what i think i might have fallen into this bullshit and i don't expect them to by the way mm-hmm. i expect them to either be silent or to find some type of excuse or to be like i don't care what they wanted it's still because we have that streak of pride in us come on it's still gonna be the same shit in 2020 and like everybody that was like literally they have jill stein's name in there you know like they have bernie sanders name in there yeah and they have an account called they had an account called blacktivist that many people followed and interacted with that was promoting this fucking propaganda dog it was it 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 is so disheartening you know what i mean to 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 think how easily manipulated we can be um and it makes me so fucking angry Mm -hmm. and i'm trying not to be as angry in 2018 because you know i mean i know anger gets shit done and everything but it's just not my i don't want that to be my modus operandi every fucking day i wake up but right it's so anger inducing to see things confirmed that i fucking knew and was talking about for two years and being told like nah i can't be that it's not that simple i'm like it seemed that fucking simple dog it seems like if gop don't want your black ass to vote republicans don't want your black ass to vote 
donald trump says hey why not give me a shot russia don't want your black ass to vote maybe we should take our black ass out and vote like maybe we should be you i'm looking at all the the people i hate tell me the same thing that the people that claim to be so pro-black are telling me and i'm like one of these things don't add up Mm -mm. y'all cannot both have reached the same conclusion to what would be best for the country which is we need to let these motherfuckers run roughshod over us that can't be right and i feel that's the word i was looking for vindicated but it's a sad vindication it's pyrrhic it's a pyrrhic victory i feel like well this is exactly what the fuck i thought was happening but it's too late you know what i mean and 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 there's no reason there's no reason people should feel like this indictment is the thing that they needed no you were told by the president of the united states at the time right and you were told by hillary clinton at the time if you vote for this man you're essentially voting for russia if you vote for this man you are voting for a fucking tyrant so i don't want to hear any fucking excuses Mm-mm. of we 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 thought we could sit this one out there is no excuse you know so i that's that's what i read from the fucking indictments it was y'all can go read it's 37 pages i I read a lot of the excerpts i follow um baratundi thurston had a great thread where he took the screenshots a few people did and i went and read a lot of that shit and was like damn every line is just like bars it's just like oh yeah and then they did this thing oh yeah and they told people don't vote and they told people both ties are the same and they said bring up hillary Clinton being a super predator yep but they didn't say nothing about bernie voting for the crime bill not leave that out uh like it was like they just had a fucking talking points and i like even the conspiracy talking points of like uh accusing hillary clinton of being a pedophile i knew a person who on the eve of the election somebody that tried to be cool with our facebook group and ingratiate themselves in our little community was on my Facebook page throwing a fucking fit. And I was like, are you serious right now? Like, are you crazy? She's like, she's a pedophile. I was like, literally, um, um, Donald Trump's been accused of rape of a, of an underage girl. She's a pet. I will never, no, I will never. I was like, either you're so fucking into this. You just bought a hill line and sinker or you're a Russian bot. I don't know, but you got to go. Yeah. Either way you have to fucking go. I, you know, like they were infiltrating Facebook groups. Like they would target certain groups. Our Facebook group could have been infiltrated. I don't know. They target certain groups and they try and they're like, Oh, this is where the black people are. Let's get some people in this group to start just, you know, slowly being like, it's only Bernie or bus, Bernie or bus. Well, I'm going from Bernie to Trump. How many people went from Bernie to Trump? You know what I mean? Like, and you never question why never this man never felt that he needed to come out and tell the fucking world hey uh uh-uh like i understand y'all wanted me to win it was always impossible for me to win number one two do not fucking go vote for trump you know what i mean like don't fuck with that like this is like clearly they hacked the dnc to make it seem like i was the victim of some type of rigging i wasn't but he but he fought he bet he he bought into that shit you know and now i'm just looking at people like are you dumb or are you complicit you know what i mean like i gotta both i gotta look at donna brazil are you dumb or are you complicit which one was it sis you know what i mean you came out here talking about it's rigged against bernie and shit nigga do you got a russian paycheck are you just fucking or you just were you were just caught up in it too i don't know you know what i'm saying but it feels like i said vindicated but period because i don't feel like there's no level of like i told y'all it's just it's just like we just stupid you know i feel like my dad when i got them c's and d's (laughs) it's just like oh so you just think you can go back to being stupid okay cool we this the country now all right sorry about that guys that's Mm -hmm. a long rant 
It's really hard to be Cassandra, isn't it, Ron? It it really is. It really it really is. I'm trying trying not to be as angry 2018 though but yeah yeah every once in a while something pops up like this and i'm just like it's i'm right back i'm right back to election night like y'all y'all really did it huh y'all just yeah (laughs) y'all just y'all just going right in front of my salad just right just mm, okay (laughs) cool that's how we doing it um but yeah facebook plans to use uh mailing addresses to verify political um ads next year so from now on next year mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep yep so that means I mean, isn't it illegal for foreign money to influence our elections i mean why can't they do something with facebook about that they can they are opting not to somebody at any time you know our government does what the fuck it wants to do no matter how many laws and rules and regulations we have and if it was important to somebody they somebody from the fbi would have would have hit facebook up like remember like Hey, y'all need to verify this shit. <laughs> Quit this bullshit. Don't tell nobody we was here. We'll be back to find your ass. We'll see you in court, niggas. Peace. But they, nobody did that shit. They was getting paid in Russian currency for some of this shit. Whatever the fuck that is. Rubles, rubles, whatever that right. is. You ain't even getting paid in U.S. dollars. And, they, and it nothing, never at no point did they go, maybe, <laughs> maybe we should verify this as right. being a, a actual american thing that could, because no? it was about that money and motherfucker you won't run for president mm-hmm. but yet when people say men are scum and talking about black lives matter and shit like that they fucking get kicked off your platform why the fuck would i ever vote for you for president and at this point they're only doing these things because um this investigation is coming like getting further and further and they're being named as a specific uh complicit uh co-conspirator to these conspiracies so that's the reason they're doing something don't ever for a second think that they're doing this out of some moral basis or realizing like oh my god we were had i can't believe it they're doing it because when you read an article and it's like yo facebook literally helped russia win they like oh uh we're gonna check addresses from now on y'all because um y'all still the same company that kicks all my black activist friends off of facebook come for, on for anything that kick all my women activist my friends feminist off. friends off. right come on dog. every time i say something a little froggy i'm gone but if someone wants to write me a dm calling me a nigger and i report it they'll be like this doesn't violate our standards so yeah i understand that y'all aren't um neutral in this shit either but y'all are embarrassed so shame can sometimes work to but, make people do better but you know what motherfucker I, I had to change my goddamn name but you got motherfuckers that won't pay you in goddamn u.s currency and you can't validate their addresses right but you're forcing lgbtq people to prove who the fuck they are get out of here mm-hmm. um let's see what else happened um oh this is kind of good news uh, i don't know if i covered this on a nerd off i may have but uh one of my um black panther memes of the week which uh i'm, I'm officially stopping oh okay. shit i'm done i know people are disappointed people, yeah, right people, right people asking him this morning they were asking i know i said i was done yesterday and i did one more uh that was the best one that was honestly it's not gonna get better than that one okay no um because then i black Pan- i turned black panther to a verb <laughs> yeah I, I told people instead of seeing black panther black people should see black panther so it was it's like at that if you don't know that one was a joke that's not on me <laughs> that one <laughs> like some of these maybe you do know people stupid enough that that you might so think black people. oh shit the news these days is insane all right anyway um maybe you do know somebody stupid enough that they would have said 
the um the other jokes right i don't know anybody that's stupid but that's my privilege of of uh <laughs> surrounding myself with smart people i don't know some of y'all i've, I've seen your facebook threads y'all 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 got a lot of dead weight y'all could cut if you want uh but right? <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be me i'll just say it couldn't be me but um my facebook they were all the memes were all ridiculous to me and i thought it was funny yes but the last one was that so i'm not doing it anymore but one of them was uh instead of seeing black panther if everybody would register to vote we could have our own king uh uh, wakanda we could elect them Mm -hmm. now on the one hand i i think registering to vote in a movie that in 2008 they did that like i don't think that's such a bad idea if you Mm want to register especially a movie where you know a lot of black people coming Mm -hmm. out yeah, um, ain't nothing wrong with that. Right, still got to deal with voter suppression and a lot of other stuff, but this is a good step in that, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that part, totally reasonable. I can understand, you know, even though I was joking. Um, The joke part is that we can't have a king, uh, T'Challa of America, guys. That's not how that works. Right, because of the way our democracy is. Yeah, the way I like democracy is set up, if you want to call it that, is it's not a republic. It's not really, you can't have a a king to shock there's just there's no fighting rituals there's no it's just a lot it's a lot is what i'm saying um but somebody did take uh the idea uh wakanda the vote is what they're calling it an activist set up voter registration booths at the black panther screenings uh to get people to uh register to vote so dope you can uh also text panther to 91990 and set up registration booths uh under the wakanda the vote uh wakanda the vote campaign to register to vote uh black panther viewers can head to the booth with people in wakanda inspired outfits at the local theater to text wakanda to 91990 and uh set up your own voting station so some good came out of those memes is what i'm trying to tell mm-hmm. you guys I it changed wasn't all the world. Bad. yeah i changed the world and y'all are welcome for these jokes okay there's a lot of truth and humor and i will take all the credit for these hard-working black women activists that came up with this much like paperclip box uh we <laughs> i'm great at taking credit for things black women already came up with okay it's still in their ideas i'll be talking to uh lena dunham about this and spreading the word <laughs> a little further on behalf of my sisters okay <laughs> all the money will go to me directly to a charity called myself no uh <laughs> jill scott's soon-to-be ex-husband mike dobson was granted a restraining order against the singer oh shit yeah this is getting ugly man mm-hmm. um is it because of black lightning you know she was she was fucking niggas up in black lightning she thinks she madam eve in real life too i'm trying to tell you she had brother across the table sucking something out of his chest while he was still breathing earlier this month it was reported that scott had issued a gag order against her estranged husband mike dobson after making claims that he had been trashing her to the media family and friends however according to bossip dobson is now arguing that it's actually scott who's been running her mouth instead in recent court documents he accused the singer of blasting their marital woes on social media lying to family members about his sexual orientation and alleging that he's a con artist uh he also said she's been posting subliminal messages and sharing and liking posts that were related to their divorce on facebook so wait subtweeting can be illegal because i might be going to jail then because i know i'll be (laughs) i know i'll be talking my child ass without mentioning you i didn't know you could do that uh wow that that's a groundbreaking that might go to the supreme court because that's a groundbreaking 
landmark decision if they say and that's the case a lot of niggas gonna get me locked up <laughs> sub tweeting is admissible in the court of law sub posting mm, i'm about to start collecting receipts because i know some of y'all don't like me uh <laughs> <laughs> as a result dobson has since gotten a restraining order against scott which was granted by a judge on thursday we are very pleased with the decision today at the court to also grant our restraining order we are hopeful that miss scott williams will refrain from uh posting anything negative about mr dobson whether direct or indirect implied by in, or by innuendo she also has a restraining order against him too uh so you know that sometimes couples do that's this. ridiculous people fight when they're breaking up you, you can't say nothing about him he can't say nothing about you how's that gonna work right I, I guess it's just a, what it's like to be famous because i yeah, guess if you regular, was just like, regular ass niggas do this all the time i've seen people right. get divorced and it's just been messy all down the timeline right you can look at some people's tweets and be like oh they going through it yeah mm-hmm. i don't know what's happening but girl exactly. it ain't pretty uh after about a year and a half of marriage in september last year scott opted for a divorce which was said to be due to inappropriate marital conduct and irreconcilable differences dyson recently countersued the 45 year old he requested half of her assets and five hundred thousand dollars for pain and suffering that he supposedly accounted from being bullied during their relationship half how long has she been in the business and he was married to her for 18 months half half yeah and half my foot up his ass is what he did (laughs) And five hundred thousand for pain and suffering too. Mm, oh man, she gonna have a sound like he's getting in the way of uh, her money. Come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you better be careful though. At least he, you know why he got that restraining order. He afraid he gonna go over her house and take a shower, and she gonna come in there with a hot, uh, hot pot of grits. <laughs> He gonna mess around and take a long walk and not come back home. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, rapper Lil Pump, or Lil Pump, was arrested. Lil Pump. See, okay, I'm glad I'm not, Roger be making me think I'm crazy because I don't know who these little people is. Lil Pump is his name, Karen. Uh, L-I-L Pump. Not to be confused with, uh, Big Pump, Brian Pumper okay the realest rapper of life all right and little sprinkle all right mm-hmm. little sprinkle where did that come from just another little name i'm throwing out there because they all sound the same and confusing to it me. might be a little sprinkle out there though you never know all right uh he does have his album out called lil pump okay so if you're looking for for uh let's see what his top track is gucci gang is his top track it's only two minutes long it's always weird when the top it's always weird when the top track is the first track on your album because i don't know if that means you good or not like it could just be that that's the first one everybody plays so it's the most popular right but that you're not really hitting anyway let's see what gucci gang sound like yeah. oh. gucci gang oh i said yeah. right now t-man pump yeah gucci gang oh oh yeah. big, big head on the beat. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Spread their rats on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Ooh, I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. I can't buy me no wetter rain. Rather go and buy Balmain. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Spread their rats on new chain. My bitch love do cocaine. Ooh, I fuck a bitch, I forgot name. Yeah, I can't buy no bitch no wetter rain. Ooh, rather go and buy Balmain. 
Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Gucci gang. Okay. <clears throat> anyway. I'm good. See, you done made the scientist take her headphones off. What is happening here? He was arrested after blaming an imaginary, some imaginary black men for a burglary. And he hired rich lawyers, he, he says. He blamed three non-existent black men for a gunshot in his apartment. He, he is black, by the way, guys. Uh, the Los Angeles Police Department responded oh. to a 911 call Wednesday, February 14th, when Pump, oh, Valentine's Day? Pump claimed three black men forced their way into his third floor apartment. He said the imaginary men fired a single bullet through the door and into the residence too. But cops discovered the story was made up when they saw the bullet hole came from inside, uh, rather than out. So. <laughs> They think that they can't find out. They think they can't find out what direction. Because if it was on, I bet you they was like, "Um, sir, there's no holes in your walls. What's happening here?" He would have known about science. He would have known that you can see bullet trajectory through the holes. Yeah. <laughs> Watch CSI. Right. Mm-hmm. He's obviously never watched an episode of the first forty-eight. Uh, they clearly can put this together within seconds of arriving. Real, real quick. Uh, okay, but I have a question. Mm-hmm. How can he make up that great of a story and his rap is junk? Mm, Why th- couldn't he write rap lyrics? Well, that's if he's making it up. I mean, maybe three black men did come to his house and he just got the directions confused and they shot from inside out and he thought it was outside in you never know you never know i mean we've had stranger stories on this show i i, I mean i already can think of some uh suspects in this <laughs> hey little pump it's free five hours not the game we came <laughs> we came for all your gucci and your gucci game yes <laughs> when all I the quit gucci. Rod, you will understand why <laughs> I'm just saying. The get along gang. Hey, and why and why y'all bushing? I didn't realize Lil Sprinkles is a real rapper. I figured he was. You gotta stop playing what? with his name. Mm-hmm. He got something on SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Oh Jesus. That's not real rap. That's oh. that's just the that's the SoundCloud is the fucking uh black dude with the mixtape at your local parking lot of your grocery okay, store. Okay, so instead of actually handing you a mixtape, they just put their music yeah, on Yeah, that's SoundCloud. not the same. Okay. That don't count. That don't count. You don't have a deal. Nigga, it's on no, SoundCloud. he don't have a deal. At least I don't think he got a deal. Yeah, SoundCloud don't count. Um, but yeah, cops discovered the story was made up when they saw that the bullet came from the wrong direction. Uh, commanding officer of the Topanga, Topanga Patrol Division in a press release, uh, provided to Atlanta Black Star said officers responded with lights and sirens and the helicopter was overheard quickly, but there were no suspects. Mm. Mm. So yeah, he was taken to jail and then released the next morning um tmz caught up with him upon his release and he told him he was under house arrest mm. with them good lawyers sounds like fat albert and the gang got a let got away with another crime to me they did you know they ain't gonna never charge them <laughs> best thieves in the game apparently they mm-hmm. ain't nobody looking at the junkyard never leave a scrap of evidence not a fingerprint mm-hmm. or anything because if you look at the tv show they don't got fingerprints how you gonna catch them <laughs> you know it makes sense to me um we know it was them how did you know because when they left all that said was hey hey hey, hey we're gonna, gonna have, have a, a good time, time. all the way down the street <laughs> gonna have a good time with your gucci i know just music <laughs> just came out of nowhere i don't understand officers go arrest them niggas mm-hmm. uh all right guys 
let's uh play Ooh. some i mean i already feel fucked with by that story so i give him a hundred. Oh, he get a hundred uh but let's play a little fucking with black people guys we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people that's right guys time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe we find different articles make us feel fucked with and we'll sign point scores from zero to 100 intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody yay let's see who's on the list <clears throat> um laura ingram she is a conservative talk radio show host uh and she uh, apparently had words for lebron james lebron james and kevin durant were um they did a um podcast i think with carrie champion and um they talked about politics and they kind of said some things uh that maybe people consider to be unkind about you know the president of the united states um which uh were also true and uh she did a segment on her tv show telling him uh to just shut up and dribble um so yeah james dean trump the so-called president in august you know of course he's called him a bum on twitter mm-hmm. in september um making it crystal clear he said that he would not go to the white house if he won the uh nba championship mm-hmm. neither and the, steph curry mm-hmm. and the eagles was like we're gonna fly away far from you right um and so ingram was critical telling him to shut up and dribble via sports illustrated um uh and after the two players discussed president donald trump during an interview with uninterrupted uh while talking to reporters during the nba all-star weekend jane said uh i would definitely not shut up and dribble and he said i mean too much to society uh durant also said that ingram's ingram's uh comments he said to me it was racist ignorance is something i try to ignore that was definitely an ignorant comment i do play basketball but i'm a civilian and i'm a citizen of the united states so my voice is just as loud as hers i think or even louder uh my favorite thing about james uh lebron james shit was his um the shade he delivered uh because he basically said um he don't know who she is He did a Mariah Carey. I don't know her. I don't know her. That's one of my favorite things is when people be like, who like who the fuck is that? <laughs> she said you ain't shit. Oh, I've never heard of this woman in my life. I'm LeBron it, James. Right. right. <laughs> and now I could truly feel like Um I actually my first uh I actually laughed first. Uh when I first saw the reports. And uh, and then I then I watched the video and I saw exactly how it was put off. Um, well, first of all, um, I had no idea who she is or, or what she do um, um, until so she she won in that case because now I know who she is. Um, it's uh, it's for her to go up there and say what she said. First of all, I mean it's. I would have had a little bit more respect for her if she would have actually wrote those words. I, you know, she probably said it right off the teleprompter. Um, but that's okay. Um, you know, we, we, we live in a, we, we're back to everything I've been talking about over the last few years. So it lets me know that 
you know, everything I've been saying is, is correct for her to have that that type of reaction. Um, but uh, uh, we will definitely not uh, shut up and dribble. Um, I would definitely not do that. I mean too much to um, um, to society. I mean too much to the youth. I mean too much to the uh, to, to so many kids that feel like they don't have a um, they don't have a way out and they need someone to help lead them out of the situation they're in. Um, also, wish you would have did a little bit more fact checking because I actually did finish high school and didn't leave early. I graduated high school. Um, you know, to to be a, to be an African American kid. So. Um Here's my favorite part too though. So then after that she she replies, Hey King, come play to my court next week. You're invited on the show anytime. Mm-mm. Um my favorite thing about this is that they can't even fucking exist without us. They're leeches. You know what I mean? Like they need us as their life's blood. Who is she without LeBron James? Who is she if LeBron James doesn't respond? Um to it you know um that's to me the part that that really speaks because i think a lot of people um you know like he's not gonna give away his power but they also have no power without us he does something and then she siphons off of that for her show you know she hopes to go viral by commenting on him and i don't begrudge people who share stuff like this i know that's a huge thing for people they like why'd you share it why'd you because we're human fucking beings we're not robots we do get upset and it's okay for black people to be like this thing upset me look at this and if anything um i love when people share stuff and point to why it's fucked up um because it does to does do a service it's not the same as an endorsement now maybe those people somewhere somewhere down the line are like we don't care we got the clicks maybe they're like that but i think it's more important that people are shining the light on the ignorance because uh, what people rarely rarely give credit to is uh, when you do that you eventually do dull the shine on these people because then they become associated with oh that ignorant person oh I, I, yeah fuck them i'm not gonna i'm not gonna check them out right. Spon- sponsors stop fucking with people right you know it's that kind of thing but you have to shine the light at some point you know we can't live in this bubble or put fucking pretend it's not happening so anyway i like lebron james and i appreciate him being vocal these last uh mm-hmm. few months uh in this administration but uh yeah still feel fucked with by her even uh doing that but not by his re- reaction to it so zero for me uh in this instance what about you karen oh yeah uh yeah zero what about you Koki? zero for lebron a hundred for laura right she a constant hundred right always um the jury in the korean gangs uh civil trial awarded a family 37 million dollars in damages um now as most people know korean gangs is a very controversial um to our controversial is in quotes because it's not controversial to me but it's controversial mm-hmm. to a lot of people uh she was a person that was likely having a, at least a, a mental health episode or whatnot but police were like trying to barricade their way into her house she had a shotgun it was a standoff for six hours and um the police ended up going in their guns ablazing shooting at her they shot i think they injured her son and they killed her um and um 
it was very uh divisive even among black people i remember this was the dividing line for a lot of black people black people i respect they they refused to back down that this situation welcome to uh, the auto show let's check out some chevys that's awesome and what if i told you that you yeah i don't yeah i don't even know why that was playing anyway yeah, people need to stop the fucking auto play yeah i didn't even right. anyway point being let's back to the serious point um they were uh there was a lot of people who refused to back down because they felt a certain way about it and i was like we don't really do this when it's like a mike brown come on you know we don't do the he punched that clerk or he you know he had cigarellos in his pocket like we like we admonish those black people when it's black men we don't go alton sterling uh was uh doing something wrong we don't say philando castile was doing like the people who say that doing this a black man are normally white people but when it was this black woman there was a lot of a lot of brothers uh, a lot of sisters even being like well i mean what was they supposed to do sometimes the cops is wrong right well 37 million dollars say they wrong come on you know the all-female jury decided that um the first shot that was fired was unreasonable and that's that's the escalation that we teach police and it's the reason a lot of times people end up dead you know they they fucking had to settle out a a settle had a settlement what just last week we reported on the cop that wouldn't shoot an armed black man who had a he had an empty gun but they because he got there and was like no we're not i'm not gonna kill this dude i'm gonna try to talk him down they're like your ass gotta go the training is kill that nigga right away fuck him right that and 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 like there's other stories i have in the chamber i haven't got to yet but the point being like Corinne Gaines to me was uh she reminds me of so many women i know you know like her pictures and stuff because she had kind of a social media presence and stuff like she looked like so many women i know right you know what i mean like i was like like it i don't know that one hurt more because it just felt like she got kind of abandoned by people and they refused to admit on any level that the police could have done a better job it just right. that was the only thing that could be done they had to go in there and kill that woman um and, and with her son right there in the line of fire could have just you know all this shit so anyway she got her family got rewarded this doesn't bring her back mm-hmm. this doesn't make anything right right end of the day it's still the cost of doing business in america this is the cost of over policing this is the cost of escalation you know we never talk about this in the budget line with for your cities and your taxes going up people say they anti-taxes going up but we fucking fund the police like a military organization in most of our locations so um you know i do find it um like i do find it weird that this is one of those times where there's a 37 million dollar settlement taxpayers won't be up in arms and go like maybe the police need to do a better job because i didn't want to give up 37 million dollars of our local taxes to this shit how about y'all find another way out of the situation right anyway point being um yeah go ahead and say that again i'm sorry what wasn't this baltimore yep it was baltimore mm-hmm. with the dirty ass cops that we just with the dirty cops just i mean look man i i don't i because remember the video came out where she got like um she got pulled over and she was like being like i know my rights this da 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 mm-hmm. and like you know and people see she's crazy she's erratic see this they were using a video from being stopped for a ticket or some shit as the same as they had to kill her in front of her child like it's just this one hurt a lot uh but and i'm glad like i said i'm glad the jury kind of decided this shit and everything but it's still that period victory where 
you know there's no amount of money i think 32 million of it's gonna go to her child uh which is good and all that stuff but it's just uh it's just sick the um that this even happened and uh and uh yeah like i said i'm glad i'm glad they got the money but you know she ain't coming back um zero to 100 though Karen. oh 100 all right what about you Kobe? yeah it's still 100 <laughs> you know what i mean this is the closest still thing. it's still 100 right money is the closest thing we ever gonna get to justice in america ever it's the closest thing it's the thing we have to settle for and it's not just for racial shit it's sexual assault right it's uh discrimination it's uh you know uh, anti-lgbtq things that's the closest thing we ever get to fucking some level of justice because it's the only thing america care about is the fucking money you know <laughs> uh all right uh we're almost right at the break and i gotta go to the next segment and bring everybody back on screen i'm gonna do it early rather than later since we have a break in between stories we'll be right back Coke, i'll invite you right back on screen give me one second um but yeah that that one got to me because uh she's such a uh you know it was just there's i know a lot of women like that you know not necessarily um on the mental health aspect but i do know black people who deal with mental health issues and it shouldn't be a death sentence you know correct like when it comes to us is you have a mental health episode in addition to dealing with you know whatever dangers that come along with it if the police are called i might be calling the police in to kill you and i don't want you know that's not how it should be i should be able to call the police in to to say my my loved one is having this issue and then not be and and now we're gonna come in and show up and kill them you know right seattle they had this right because police are not trained for de-escalation that is right. not part of their training and and that and that this is the thing if you're not going to be called for in for de-escalation something that they probably would never do have somebody in the department or a team of people when somebody owns and you think it's mental illness have them go out along with the officers so they can detect because they this is their training so they go no 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 there's something wrong and allow that person to kind of help you de-escalate the situation versus the person is scared you come in screaming and yelling at them you don't know what mental state they could be in they could be on their medication they could be off their medication you don't have no idea what's going on and you end up shooting and killing them and the cops never go to jail correct so here's so the cop don't go to jail right nobody no none of them gets arrested for any of this shit um the city defends the cop right then it goes to a court of law and they have to pay out this fucking money because they were wrong so what so what was okay about this mm-hmm. something was wrong but nobody responsible for it except the taxpayers in the city right some money but it's never the the cops never wrong the fucking you know what i mean like yep. the they they the, the police force is never wrong the police union's never wrong then you get to a court of law and the court of law is like yeah y'all was wrong nobody going to jail right and from a fiscal perspective you know from finance perspective it's actually cheaper to actually fire that office and send that office to the jail than it is to pay these billions of dollars out of pocket if they fire him he oh, was he oh, was fired I mean, but yeah, if they fire him right i'm, I'm saying if but but like right. from, from a financial like if, if you're doing debits and credits mm-hmm. this right here makes fiscally no sense it's, right it's, 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 it's like a net negative for a company i'm adding on to your point i'm saying i'm not saying instead of okay i'm saying if they fire them because if they don't fire them guess what that means they still paying them right so you so the cost of business is paying this motherfucker 
paying this settlement and being like well that case calls solve that problem still might be a fucking killer on your force they did they escalate situations you know i'm not saying the situation wasn't tough but do i feel like they exhausted every fucking thing before taking somebody's life i didn't feel that way that's how so anyway right and also the thing is the average person like with the shit coke you do we ain't fucking trained in it my yeah. job, i'm not trained to de-escalate i don't know what should happen i'm not i don't have that to job gun right right but the people that do have that job more often than not end up killing people that look like me so uh missouri applebee's accused of racial racially profiling two black women will close forever bye okay so uh i mean we talked about this last week mm-hmm. and i know karen be like you know they didn't mean that apology or it's not enough Mm-mm. what about closing the whole store what about what about that karen does that is that enough or no oh yeah i'm 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 fine with that okay mm-hmm. yeah I, I i i i am content with that uh because odds are this store was probably in a place it really wouldn't get no fucking business at all mm-hmm. i'll just keep this real because if this incident closed your whole fucking store down mm-hmm. that means you've been racist in the past you've harassed people in the past this got to a national point people was like well oh i'm not going to the store or the few white people that was going in it was like i'm not going because i walk into the store all of a sudden even if i'm not i'm gonna be claimed a racist so what happened was that somebody at applebee's looked at the sales of that store and was like oh the sales of this store ain't worth the lawsuit the lawsuit is gonna be more than this store is bringing in fuck it close the store hmm. um yeah um i'm glad they closed it down as well um it's a fiscal thing believe you me the company they yeah, didn't do must, this for being right they did it because it saved the money yeah i would i mean i'm i'm sure it made sense to close it if they was already if they closed it so fast but also uh it's a hell of a statement mm-hmm. it's a hell of a statement because they didn't try to defend their employees at all they didn't try to defend the location you know there's employees that ain't had nothing to do with that shit right there's now that's the thing no it's like it. a nigga in the kitchen that's just like all i do is cook steaks what the fuck you know what i right. mean and, <laughs> but and, and i hope they maybe try to send them to other locations or something like that but i don't odds know are, they probably was like they probably walked in with a big ass sign you know they don't never tell you they closing with a big ass sign and be like you ain't got no job yep um but yeah a couple racist white people fucked up everybody job oh you know somebody looking for her for them and gonna, gonna, gonna whoop their ass be mm-mm, like mm-mm, baby no this america they blaming them niggas mm-hmm. oh for sure how, how racist do you have to be <laughs> that you would risk having everybody lose their job because you don't want one of us to show up right they you know in that <laughs> lo- you know in that local town they skipping right over them racist white women being like now see this was wrong with black people okay they always putting things on the internet it was just a misunderstanding and i don't understand what all this commotion is about i mean if you didn't steal why are you worried what was you so upset about the cop he gonna be fine i mean i'm not defending no mediocre ass fucking applebee's food it ain't right. worth it y'all y'all know what's other average places out there you can go eat at to, to get your better fucking service they just closed one up the street from us yeah because cause nobody fucking eats there i felt bad though because they closed them and they didn't even get a chance to do nothing racist they just got closed Mm-mm, the sales was low i should have went in there and let them do something <laughs> racist to me that's dope that applebee's been there for years i just drive my ass right on past it right but you know this might have been Applebee's had one dollar long island iced teas in december though yeah. you have to you have to go for that that is uh that's like black history month early primer <laughs> black black people love long island iced teas 
Oh, they delicious. They delicious. Look, when they not a dollar too. Uh, I know they have them at, um, Oh, Charlie's. They had them Long Island iced teas. Oh, I love them. a dollar not well they be on sale like three or four dollars not a dollar but i'm just saying black people love long island iced teas they do and niggas days not made out of iced tea i learned the hard way mm-hmm. don't call it that but that's still. how they get you yeah because for years i thought it was was tea in it i was like what the fuck is this what do you mean ain't no th- like a coke gives it that color what? um so <laughs> bronx the bronx principal that we just talked about um apparently brought students to tears tuesday uh because she confiscated some students um black history project commemorating music legend lena horn this is the same woman the students did the protest with in the all black right patricia patricia catania the bronx principal who put a ban on teaching black history um in her 90 to 95 percent uh black or hispanic school uh apparently uh has she crushed the spirits of uh, students when she confiscated a poster of african-american musical genius lena horn she's racist like everybody been saying she has no business being a fucking principal there uh english teacher mercedes liviano clark says the poster was created as an aid by two sixth grade students the 11 year old girl who created the poster was with a classmate was brought to tears by the incident catania has given no explanation racism she doesn't want this job she does not want this job she's the opposite of principal joe clark like the she's she's the she's the militant white white woman she's like dangerous she like dangerous minds the opposite right she she's like i ain't got none but stay white woman and die (laughs) that's what she say on her lululemon pants with her arms folded and her white woman boots mary joe clark and like fuck y'all honey they used to call me crazy mary joe well now they can call me pumpkin spice woman come on (laughs) now she wants them to offer her a package she wants to get out (laughs) no one is this stupid come on honey they come in her office she was they come every time they come in her office shake it off shake it off (laughs) she be in there partying and breaking down and was like "Uh honey i'm not paying y'all niggas no attention you know what this black activism does to you it kills your brain cells it kills your brain cells (laughs) debbie 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 walking in there her whole office be full of rush limbaugh all through the pa system contrary to popular belief i'm the head white woman in charge yes <laughs> now come on let me get you something to eat <laughs> they ain't gonna know what to do with her honey she is showing her an entire natural white ass up and now i just need to know how far she is from retirement because this sounds like she wants them to offer her a package so she can retire yeah she don't she don't want the job Mm-mm. she don't want this job but they thought the same thing about joe you know when he locked them doors you know and he just cared about them kids that much mm-hmm. come on <laughs> no rod no Mm-mm. you're killing yourself with this black lives matter but don't do it slowly do it expeditiously jump yeah shoot each other in the hallways <laughs> they come in there she got a cup of cup says i love to drink black tears mrs clark mrs clark somebody hurry up somebody come and beating up that alt-right boy <laughs> <laughs> oh man this is terrible 
uh but yeah she um she said that the the student came to me crying miss i didn't get the board miss katanya took them away from me she was like oh i'm gonna take it upstairs she ran inside the office and wouldn't give it back to me she don't like me because i like miss liriano um if she has a personal vendetta against me let it be towards me and not towards the children said liriano clark the fact that she took the kids work and hid it in her office i don't know why she would do that katanya eventually gave a poster back but she has yet to speak to why she took it in the first place uh and of course she has a history of racism staffers from the old school say she targeted black teachers there and created a hostile environment from the old school nigga and y'all put it in a new school over some old brown folks right mm-hmm. she shouldn't be anywhere near a classroom right nowhere it's an open secret that the uh majority of the university neighborhood high school african-american staff does not have a voice and are targeted for excess states a letter from former staffers they sent to the education department in 2013 mm-hmm. right she shouldn't have a job why isn't she fired mm-hmm. 2013 so they knew of this for at least five years right so the, everybody five years of documented racism so that means right. probably three or four before somebody wrote her up right keep in mind that was from multiple people that wasn't a one person sent a letter all the black people at the school got together and said yeah uh she racist and then they went you know what we need to do just move her to another school give her a job like a catholic priest just that molest people we'll just move her to another school and let her do it to them black people and then we'll then we'll talk about uh-huh. it guys and you know it's gonna take a lawsuit like somebody somebody gonna be like fuck it we're just gonna sue the school because money talks nobody gives a fuck until you lose fiscally money fuck you she ain't had no business getting a job we gonna have to sue you in order for her to lose her motherfucking job mm-hmm. she gonna go she gonna get she'll have, fight you too finale on it she gonna have an assembly and she gonna get she'll get all the black all the black kids on the stage and be like i want all of you to take a good look at these people on the rises behind me these people have been here for roughly five years and done absolutely nothing like oh shit you've been all excurgated <laughs> you're all dismissed you're out of here forever i wish you well <laughs> oh. <laughs> she bought all them kids on there you know what i think when i look about all these look at all these children what about the kids in chicago get your ass off my stage <laughs> oh man Mm-mm. what about the kids in chicago you think she got you think she got her own mr darnell that's there that she trying to get out of school that's probably who, who the that latino teacher is yeah that's her miss darnell that's her mr darnell like you will give me the goddamn respect that you would damn well want for yourself or i will kick your white ass <laughs> you are suspended sir you are sus- uh now I'm just now I'm just remembering the movie that's my yes! movie oh my god <laughs> <laughs> all right anyway 100 right <laughs> I, th- I think we all agree 125 because <laughs> they're babies <laughs> they got they got one teacher that's a that's gonna be teaching the uh schools the new school anthem but it's gonna be super white it's not gonna be like fairy size it's gonna be it's gonna be super white <laughs> it's gonna be off beat everybody gonna be clapping on the ones and threes He's like, who taught these students to sing like this on the ones and threes with no harmony and with no and, and with no rhythm no rhythm who did this it, it was it was me 
well teach everybody teach the whole school this is great i love this <laughs> yeah, everybody need to be off beat <laughs> everyone clap on the ones and threes Let's i go. am against rhythm <sighs> well we've had fun let's uh <laughs> say some guest to race guys all right <laughs> see how racist coco is now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcast land we be to play news arguments all over the globe we got our contestants today kobe nigga from the molecules and shit podcast on the mdr network to guess the race and the chat room plays along and they're all racist <clears throat> all right let's get to our first story uh a shocked wife claims that her husband hid herpes history from her in a four million dollar lawsuit <clears throat> that's Ooh. right their marriage didn't last but she says her surprise herpes infection certainly will <laughs> yeah will look love ain't always forever but herpes it is forever ever forever ever keep it like luggage mm-hmm. come on a manhattan woman is suing her estranged husband for a whopping four million claiming that he fraudulently and maliciously concealed his herpes history and didn't come clean about carrying the virus until four years into that 2010 marriage oh yeah 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 sue the fuck out of him plaintiff adrian vanterpool said that she was shocked by the disclosure and tested positive two months later she now wants her soon-to-be ex-husband lionel canton to cough up a million in alleged damages and another three million as punishment Ranterpool, 62 claims her husband 63 admitted that he first learned of his herpes status around 2005 Woo! first of all that's too old to be playing these games because they got married in what 2010 so that's eight years ago so he was like i got words about this <laughs> he was what 54 55 he did this shit nigga what come on dog you wait you like way too late in the game to be out here fucking around shit at 55 this growing segment of of sexually transmitted infections are mm-hmm. people over 65 yeah they say it's a spike like yeah. a big spike, particularly mm-hmm. in nursing homes i blame that goddamn blue pill that viagra come on they got these people out got these people out here fucking and they they done made horrible decisions up to this point yeah i, I tell people your body is designed to shut down like it's designed for you to actually accomplish shit in life as you get older mm-hmm. at any rate i'm just saying uh that's too old to be playing these games you got to just come out and tell her because look y'all old enough maybe she'll be cool with it yeah i don't know right you never give know her the choice give her the choice maybe she'd be like you know what dog i'm 57 too fuck it it you know what you're all gonna life. be dying soon you know or maybe she'll be like look i done made it 57 wow. years without this you know i'm gonna keep my streak going you got to go right. either way old people can be freaks too right put it on the table they got all kinds of like you know medicines and shit now for it you take you, you time your sexual intercourse uh, like right you can take maybe a y'all shot can, mm-hmm. y'all can avoid it you know but uh the defendant's actions as foresaid were motivated by evil reckless disregard callous indifference and disregard of the plaintiff's health and safety the complaint filed thursday in mad supreme court states Canton's divorce lawyer glenn dornfield said their spirit was still wait their split i'm sorry was still pending friday i have no information about any other action um da 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 guess the race white karen's going white coquie 
white. All right, let's check. The rich chat. and white. Rich, rich white people. Uh, <laughs> let's see. She's so pissed that she takes it out on her middle school kids during Black History Month. White. <laughs> oh. I hope they don't mix up being gay with Valtrex white. Oh, oh. oh. Confessions part three white. <laughs> oh, you try to say let it burn. Come on, man. <clears throat> One who asked, why isn't there a White Panther movie? <laughs> Y'all would have been upset if it was a White Panther movie or black people only had three lines in the movie. You mean like every other white movie? Uh, anyway, white Becky. Uh, he doesn't receive that in the name of Jesus. Black. Um, wow, he had somebody go black. All right. <clears throat> well, the correct answer is Bishop Raymond White. Okay. The correct answer is he's black. Oh. Mm-hmm. They are black. Uh, one person got it right. I don't know how the fuck you got that right uh vanderpool was the last name for the woman right anyway uh congratulations to you i hope he was a hedge fund manager or something like that in order to be trying to split up that much money i don't know but i mean i maybe i don't know but that's some elite maybe she just picked a number maybe they not even rich she just like listen i want all this niggas money and money they for the might rest get. of his life yeah period um all right let's see where we can find another yeah, one me and that money gonna be friends an infatuated man who was plotting to murder a youtube star uh boyfriend a youtube star's boyfriend oh uh, after becoming obsessed with the couple's online videos is shot dead by police after breaking into their home what yeah that's scary as fuck uh an obsessive fan who was plotting to murder a youtube star's boyfriend after watching the couple's online video was shot dead by the police after breaking into their home popular youtube couple megan turney 30 and gavin free 29 were forced to hide in their own wardrobe after christopher giles 23 broke into their austin home in texas last month oh the texas mm-hmm. get your blames blown out texas man the home with the guns come on but they didn't get shot by the by them they got shot by the police the terrified entertainers called 911 as guys who was armed with a handgun smashed a wow he had a gun smashed a window to gain access to their home work uh waking them up at 3 40 a.m wow gals who had driven 11 hours from new mexico 11 hours walking around the youtuber's home looking for the couple and firing his gun unable to discover uh turning and free the gunman returned to his car just as police arrived at the scene he opened fire on the cops who shot back killing the intruder police said it was apparent that gal's sole intent was to cause harm to someone who resides there they described gals as a single lonely and disturbed after fatal the fatal shooting officers searched his home and cell phone where they found more evidence of his obsession with turning cops <clears throat> found several notes in gal's phone referring to turning and her boyfriend free by name many of the notations revealed a fondness for turning but others suggested he was jealous of free and bitter of his life and success wow all through the screen uh court documents stated threatening thoughts were recorded by gals and directed towards gavin free i.e i want gavin free to die alone with no children they also found evidence that gals had been planning the burglary and homicides of megan turney and gavin free at his home the search also revealed guys gals was an avid player of video games and was known for watching youtube videos 
well i mean that's how he found them as youtube videos yep uh free has since tweeted his thanks to the officer police for their quick reaction gals were shot dead within 10 minutes of the couple's initial 911 call hey everyone just want to say thanks for all the support and concern regarding the recent incident it's been a rough time for meg and myself the last few weeks but we're doing okay i want to give a huge thanks to at austin underscore police for the amazing response time uh here's my question like uh after this i wonder if it speeds up their relationship like now you got to get married because you know somebody died for y'all to be together okay um tony added thanks y'all so much for each and every kind of message today special thank you to the austin underscore police for that quick response that night and the ongoing support during this difficult time heart you guys so much um tony of austin who is estimated worth of five hundred thousand dollars according to celebrity net worth is known for cosplaying and being the host of an internet news program source fed and rooster teeth's the know as well as her own vlog channel uh, she has more than 400,000 YouTube subscribers and more than 500,000 Instagram followers. Her boyfriend, Free, who she said she's been dating since 2013, is worth an estimated $5 million. Um, <clears throat> he's the creative director of Rooster's Teeth and the host of Slow Mo Guys. Oh, I've seen their videos. Free has 10 million YouTube subscribers. Damn. Well, yeah, I guess you would have to kill him to get with her. I mean, there's no way um, she was going to get with you as long as he was alive uh the couple each have their own channels but would often do videos together just a month after their terrifying experience fellow youtube star logan paul found an intruder on his couch uh the disgraced youtuber who oh yeah all right we know logan paul uh all right guess the race of these um uh, uh this uh dude to try to break into these people's house oh oh this is white all right let's check uh Koki. oh the guy who who shot in there? Yeah, Christopher uh, Christopher okay, Giles. I, I think he's white. Alright. Let's check the chat room, see what they believe. Um da, 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 da. Uh he's just an old ass kid, neglected by his parents, white, just Aww. white, white. He wanted to be the next Logan Paul but forgot his camera white. Don't know about <laughs> any of these folks, white, white. He ha- has gas money for an eleven hour ride, plus doesn't know how to break into a house quietly, white. <laughs> I like that K can thinks that's something black people know. Uh keeping Austin weird, white, call of duty white, and white guy, the correct answer is white. Everyone got it. I hate how eleven hours. I mean, eleven dollars. Also, I hate eleven hours. I hate how they always throw in that somebody plays video games. Like they always got to throw that he played a lot of video games. Like nigga, I play a lot of video games. I ain't out here killing people. Like, come on now, it's way too many people in America to play video games for us to be like. And that's why they out here trying to kill people and take their boyfriends. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, that's an obsession. That's him, by the way, with the headphones on. Um taking these uh pictures or whatever yeah he, and then that's the couple right there um oh she had the tits out mm. i see how he got his obsession Duh! he's like I'm obsessed with them titties uh but yeah that's crazy man uh it's and it's also weird to be in a position where you share a lot of your life and shit with people um but clearly this dude was um out here just uh out of his mind yeah, hey he, he took the line too far right yeah and so it appeared that she be uh out here cosplaying and shit too so 
i wonder what materials they found in his house that let them know that he was obsessed with her come on <laughs> you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh i have an idea what kind of materials yeah. he was looking at i bet you that principal wouldn't strip that off the wall mm-hmm. uh <laughs> all right uh let's get to the bonus round guys <laughs> <laughs> Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. Double the points, double the race, and a bonus round against the race so far. Coquie and Karen are both tied one and one. But let's Woo-hoo! see how it goes in the bonus round. Um, all right. <clears throat> a couple who sold everything to sell around the world lost it all when their boat sank just two days after at sea. Oh. Yep a uh, couple what eight whole hours yep yep tanner broadwell 26 and nikki walsh 24 from colorado sold everything they had to buy the vessel that would give them giving them an adventure that they would never forget but it became immemorable for the wrong reasons when their craft tipped over the uh, off the coast of florida when it struck a foreign object goddamn foreigners trump tried to tell us <laughs> they lost <laughs> oh lord there's a foreign object here. Trying to, who tried to warn us? They yeah, lost. That's what happened. You get too close. They lost everything in just 20 minutes when the houseboat sank along John's Pass near Tampa after the the kill had been ripped from the base of the boat. Uh, Tanner and Nikki were forced to jump overboard and were left with just ninety dollars to their name as well as their two year old pug named Remy. Uh, and they. Wow. They faced forking out up to set uh, ten thousand dollars to get the vessel, which had no insurance, out of the water. Well, we're going. We don't need insurance, Karen. Insurance is for for people that don't believe in themselves. Mm, say that if you want to. Now they have no jobs, no savings, and nowhere to go. I sold everything I had to do this, Tanner said, and I lost everything in a matter of twenty minutes. The couple had sold all their worldly goods last year after making the decision to sell around the world. Tanner and Nikki forked out over five, forked out $5,000 for the 28 long, 28 foot long sailboat. They named the Lagney Ape. And you said 5000 5000 And the same again to fix it up. So they basically paid $10,000 for the boat in complete, in completion. Um, they set about with their plans because they were so, sick of their jobs. So nobody Googled, uh, rules on the boat, sailing across the sea. Nobody was like, hey, do we need insurance? You know, can we travel across international waters? Will they shoot us? I don't know. How about take a sailing lesson before you try this? Come on, because odds are something could have prevented you from even getting the, that close to whatever you ran into. Well, I'll say there's no training like on the job training, guys. Okay. Mm-hmm uh they got so tired they said they said about the plans they're sick of their jobs we got so tired of that lifestyle of doing things that make people do the things they don't want to do the pair who initially had no selling experience got busy doing up the boat and uh on tuesday set sail for tarpon springs in florida for their adventure everybody gave us a nice farewell off the docks the next day they passed clearwater beach and made their way to john pass to dock for the night then everything went wrong when their boat capsized after navigating the channel of water in the dock. Tanner and Nikki were rescued from the sea, but their boat, Lagniapi, will never sail again, they were told. 
but the couple i vowed to set sail on another adventure again in the future i'm not going to give up now broadway said i'm going to get another boat down the road and take selling lessons and selling lessons in there selling lessons oh you should have had you be like look we can't sell but fuck it our buddy can who don't mind being broke with us we can't just give up on our dreams um they said oh that is 100 percent white okay so karen is going wait, with wait, white right right wait did you say they capsized while they were at the dock uh it let me see it uh, it sounds like let's see here. sound like they might have been near it and just hit something like i said it sounds like they might have hit something earlier and then capsized later but give me a second um yeah d- this is la la land white they, yeah they were they made their way to john pass to dock for the night when then everything went wrong because uh, yeah the boat capsized after navigating the channel of water in the dock so they were still in the dock in they the area the boat in, could in, they even swim uh i mean they survived so i'm gonna say yes <laughs> okay they had if, to jump out the boat if, and with them and their dog if anybody deserves to be mad i would say the dog does because the dog was like hey i'm just along for the ride <laughs> now i'm in the fucking ocean with you two sinking at the dock of the bay uh, yes they were uh <laughs> uh so yeah uh karen says white what about you Kofi? um yeah yeah white all right chat room says not covered by insurance but they are covered in the blood of white jesus white <laughs> white hubris only got them 20 minutes away from land and apple care didn't say it would end like this white oh <laughs> june from harlem have you ever met a black man named tanner me neither white as fuck <laughs> <laughs> damn i really had to run through my middle rolodex and i don't think i have yo mm-hmm. i don't think i have nope uh niggas ain't doing that shit white they gentrified the middle passage <laughs> <laughs> definitely white i'm on a boat and now i'm not white rogueways waiting on their whiteness dreams high white the caucasity can't be stopped undefeated unwarranted self-confidence white seeing their dreams sell away white manifest destiny white uh (laughs) mediocre impossible white man fail white yeah what if they would have brought their diseases to another country you know what i'm saying come on uh took over a whole continent Potter ain't got passports found a way to blame obama white little white yachty (laughs) great great adventures in high white uh caucasoid sitting at the dock of the may yo white oh yeah the correct answer is white y'all got it Mm-mm-mm. okay i don't see no oh see. i didn't pat a picture up sorry oh, okay yeah well there's one way to fail the tide challenge that uh we hadn't thought of yet mm-hmm yeah for the fact that you was like they're gonna try again which means they probably gonna go back to working make some more money sell all that shit you see we don't get to do shit like that we don't get to be like fuck it we gonna sell yeah they uh i guess they made a lot of waves with this one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i couldn't even imagine their friends laughing at them but like i told you well, they'll probably go back to their friends and ask if they can uh float them alone and you know they will mm-hmm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of people that have probably been indoctrinated into uh this lifestyle what you, i'm sorry what'd you say Kobe? she said she told you to go to the corner with that go dude. To the oh, corner. I, i'm just trying to help okay guys all right 
I, I guess I'll move on. I guess this ship has sailed. Uh, clearly, y'all don't want to hear any more of these jokes. See, I say they, they was just trying to use their friends as a good anchor. <laughs> they was they was anchoring them down. You yes! know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. You know? It was more like an either or situation. See? Mm-hmm. 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 They out here harpooning their friends for some more money. Mm-hmm. Yes! I always say a, a rising tide lifts all ships, you know? Come on but uh once you bought the boat and no insurance i mean i guess it's just sunk cost <laughs> all right let me get out of here <laughs> let's go to store ratchetness before Kofi tries to make us walk the plank Right, she's about to kick us both off the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Someone in the chat says a sink or swim situation. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> They want to go down with the ship. Mm-hmm. Well, at least everybody knew how to doggy paddle. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it doesn't hurt their relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Valdosta, Georgia sword play turned violent in valdosta thursday when a woman was arrested and charged with assault sword play is always violent the fuck y'all talking about turn violent Mm-mm. it's like gunshots turn violent it's always intended for violence <laughs> anyway yeah, them bitches cut don't they sword got one purpose <laughs> to cut that's that's the whole uh, it's a sword my right. whole purpose is to cut um at six at six fifteen p.m officers responded to a domestic disturbance uh the offender allegedly damaged a car with a sword then attacked the car's owner injuring him with the same weapon oh shit the injuries were superficial according to the police report what's superficial they all real to me (laughs) i think superficial means that injuries you know only care about looks and appearance and stuff okay because they don't really get to know you as a person you know they don't really care about your personality that makes sense because i was like superficial it all cut you ever be talking to an injury and like it'll ask you like what you do for a living but it won't ask you like how you doing you oh know yeah I mean? you you meet and then be like how many kids you have when right. they really don't care right i hate those type of injuries it's like what about me though as a person sword cut um <laughs> but yeah the attack took place when children were present oh jasmine rawls guess the race black Mm-hmm. i know i know 24 valdosta is charged with aggravated assault of a family member other weapons and criminal damage to private property uh according to police report there was no information about what kind of sword was used uh police chief brian brian childress said he couldn't remember another instance of a sword attack in valdosta terry that's because it's spreading okay we got to be vigilant about this <laughs> shit like it's starting to get places where y'all never even had this type of violence terry richards is a senior reporter for the, i don't care about that part anyway man who knows what this dude did or a person did to uh to 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 have a somebody want to attack them with a sword but if there would have been no sword there would have been no attack 
and that's what's most importantly okay in front of children children gotta watch you slice up somebody with a sword that ain't good all right man uh check out coke we negra on molecules and shit on the mtr network yes uh coke thank you so much for being here with us thank you for inviting me i'm sorry it took me so long to get here mm-hmm. nah, next time we gotta get both of y'all along yeah we enjoyed it uh we had a good time you're always welcome back yes um, you are anytime and don't forget to change the batteries in your fire alarm fire extinguisher i, I heard it going off back there so let's get up there getting that I ceiling can't reach it. yeah i i figured mine is uh we have ours high in the ceiling too oh i can't reach mine either yeah i finally <laughs> i finally gave in and called that motherfucking repair dude like hey man look you just gonna have to look down on my manhood because i can't get up to the ceiling i don't got no ladders do your thing boss and uh they did it you know although i did they changed the light in the ceiling because we have really high ceilings here they changed the light in the ceiling and uh the light went out like four days later so i was like i don't know if we have a short or he just gave me a bad bulb but i didn't want to call him back to be like can you replace this light you just replaced so i took a chair and then i took kitchen tongs and i changed the light bulb myself <laughs> with at the, least you can read i can't read shit i figured a way out you know it's the one thing we have over the apes the opposable thumb and the brain okay we have to use <laughs> the brain in, in addition to the opposable thumb and i was like thank thank goodness for ingenuity because if not i would have had to call that man back and he would be looking like what the fuck are you doing to these lights <laughs> right? you know? yeah all the brain in the world don't make me taller though so right <laughs> I yeah can't manage it. i bet you if you was trapped you could figure a way out i figured i bet you you could pile some things on top of each other you but uh i don't know call somebody somebody got a ladder you know somebody this is the problem with being an introvert right we don't have no friends right <laughs> <laughs> Like, it'd it, it be cool till I gotta move. Then I'm like, fuck, I played this friend thing all the way wrong. I should've, <laughs> should've stayed out for a couple of beers. You know what I mean? <laughs> Let these motherfuckers think I like them and shit. Get them to come over here. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coke, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, baby. Um, and check out the podcast. Like I said, we'll be back tomorrow. Um, until then, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. <laughs>